Whatnots Reactor Core number 64. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, Hello. Are, you, are you ready and excited to talk about the Batman? I am here. I am the knight. It's thunderstorming <laughs> outside, Kyle, which is oh. very moody, very perfect. I just hope it doesn't Indeed. mess with my internet connection. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be bad. <laughs> but yes, good, like, tone-setting weather mm-hmm. right, for this movie. Uh, yeah, like I mentioned, we are here to talk about the Batman. Uh, we're about to do our full spoiler cast on all of that stuff. Of course, we'll give our spoiler-free thoughts and stuff first, but then we will dive into the plot after that. Uh, and yeah, Melissa, let's let's jump right in. What did you think of the Batman? I was very excited for this movie. I, I think because it's something entirely new, you know, n- new to the canon of Batman. I knew it was going to be a mystery. There's that thrill of the mystery. Uh, mm-hmm. I was so impressed by every trailer I saw. I like the cast. I like the aesthetics and the tone of it. And the entire film really delivers. It is exactly what I went in there hoping to see. Cool. Good. Yeah, I I was not necessarily hesitant. It, that's not the right mm. word. Cautious also feels not like the right word. It's, it's, it's like I, I was one of those people who when you mention Robert Pattinson, I immediately mm. go, oh, the guy from Twilight. Right. Yeah. I, I wasn't really super familiar with his his work, but I knew he had been like I'd seen him in the lighthouse. Like I I know he's an actor's actor, mm-hmm. but I wasn't super familiar with his career. So it was one of those things of like interesting choice. I don't know if that would have been my first cho- choice of an actor to do all of you know for him to be Batman. Hmm. But he's decent in what I've seen him in, right? Like I, I sure we'll we'll see what he he's he's got. And yeah, the trailers looked extra dark, and I liked that. I was like, ooh, that's a that's a creepy looking Batman. I can get down with this. This yeah. looks good. Uh, and I walked away from this film ecstatic. I loved mm-hmm. this. This was like my kind of batman this was kyle's kind of batman story dark good detective story kind of creepy (laughs) kind of a horror story just like it just the whole thing is a good mystery good detective story Uh and that is exactly what i wanted so i the very first camera tests me too the first camera tests we got of robert pattinson in the batman suit that are like all lit in like red light at the time Mm -hmm. that was your photograph of yourself for like your twitter bio (laughs) and i'm like of course he's stealing kyle's style (laughs) so i'm not surprised that you love this movie this is this is uh, your crime boy your art boy this is the batman for you absolutely absolutely yeah i i i thought the casting in this was spectacular I thought the cinematography mm-hmm. was uh, like like on on par with Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Just really atmospheric, nice comparison. Really moody, just great, great shots. Yeah, 
Ever since that first camera test, everything we've seen from this movie has been so stylistically consistent. Like this movie's always felt like it had a very clear, distinct voice, even when you're just getting like little trailers about it. I was also happy to see that uh, one of the first trailers we got had an old Nirvana song in it. And that song is in the movie itself. I like that tonal follow through. Yeah, it, it's it's a really interesting so- song because they, they did say that Kurt Cobain was one of the inspirations for Robert Pattinson's Bruce, um, which mm. is an interesting choice. Again, not something I would have really thought of yeah. uh, or, or done, uh, but I, I saw Barrett Courtney uh, from Kind of Funny on Twitter say, hey, that song's name is something in the way. All you need to do is add an N-E at the end, and it's something in the Wayne. Uh, and it's, it's, it's about that, that band. And it was, it's just like, uh, that's, too, that's too perfect. Like, there's, there's, there's just something about Wayne. So, something about that uh, guy. Uh, this truly so. is a Wayne's world. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Um, and and, and it, was, it was waning the whole time, too. So... <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Um, Yeah. This is a very grungy film. This is a film that friend of the show Jack described as prestige emo. Sure. (laughs) Which I think is true. Prestimo? Is that? No, I guess guess that won't work. I was. Prestimo sounds like the name of a magician. (laughs) It is I, Prestimo. yeah, I would agree with that. It's it's mm-hmm. v- v- very much like a top tier, triple A, quadruple A film. Uh, it, it looks incredible, like like we said. Yeah. I don't know if this film is going to be for everyone. I, I've seen I some people yes. um, d- mention things online and it, all sorts of things, too, about why they didn't like this. Uh, whether they thought the pacing was really slow or mm. it was too long or they didn't like Pattinson as Bruce Wayne, but his Batman was OK. It just like I, I, I think there's a lot of really interesting choices in this uh-huh. film that may or may not work for some people. Um, but yeah, like I said, for me, this all worked. This all worked incredibly yeah. well. Uh, and mm-hmm. I loved it a lot. So. Yeah, especially as a, a year two Batman story. Yep. There's elements of this being an origin story that I think are very interesting things to think about. One of my favorite aspects of the film is that this is a Bruce that has never quite taken to Alfred. The, the, one of the minor right. plots of this movie is about him really realizing how important Alfred is to him, how much he does care about this man. Every other Batman we've seen, and it's a relationship I always love. He's always friends with Alfred, confidants with Alfred. And this is a Bruce who's still like, literally, you're not my real dad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, which I, uh, maybe not my favorite interpretation, but it, it was nice through the course of the film to see their relationship tighten a little yeah. bit there. Yeah. Um, I just so. like that. That's a relationship that that's an aspect of Batman and of the standard aspects of a Batman story 
that they put some thought into. I love to see them as friends. But the fact that they aren't friends at the beginning gives that relationship more texture. It gives it something to accomplish. Absolutely. Uh, I have to say Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle in this was wonderful. Yeah, incredible. Um, I, I would love to see more of her on 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 screen. Um, God, what's his name? I always I, I've done this like four t- times this this week. The actor that plays the penguin. I just can't. I can't oh, remember. Colin Farrell. Yeah, Colin Farrell. Oh, holy moly. Mm-hmm. If they don't win some kind of like best makeup for. Yeah. That's a different person. That is not Colin Farrell. Yeah. I, that, 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 I, I, I feel like that's why my mind just is, is like I can't remember Colin Farrell's name. He's a well-known actor. Like I, I yes. know him, but I just like that's not that's not him that how mm-hmm. how did they do that you, he looks so much like a separate real person like that Absolutely. is not really special effects makeup he doesn't look like a, a character he looks like a character actor that they just already found somewhere this is like Tilda Swinton in Suspiria. (laughs) Would you blew my mind with that? I had no idea Mm. she was there in two different roles. Um, Mm. But yeah, phenomenal stuff. I I cannot applaud this film enough. I want more. I know we're getting spinoffs of this on HBO. Like true TV show spinoffs of this on HBO Max to explore this world more. I'm stoked. I'm excited. I cannot recommend this mm-hmm. enough. So check it out. It is it is worth the three hour runtime, I think. I think so. Um, so a couple things before we get into our spoiler uh-huh. ca- uh, sections and st- st- stuff like that. Man, I had probably the most wonderful Uber driver on the way back from seeing this so he picked me up after the movie and first thing he said to me after confirming that i am who i say i am was so tell me about the batman like didn't even (laughs) ask of like what did what did you see all that he was just like i know you went to go see the batman (laughs) tell me tell me how good is, good is this? I'm seeing it tomorrow, like all that stuff. I was like, dude, this was amazing. I loved it. Uh, turns out he's a huge co- comic book nerd. Nice. Uh, he like when I mentioned that, like, oh, yeah, I've been rating all of the like mid mid 80s, early 90s DC comics, all that post-crisis stuff he goes man that's my jam i love all that stuff i was like john Byrne, superman this stuff that's that like we connected instantly good we got to my destination back back to my my house here and we just sat there for like 10 more minutes just talking about like well i I liked this thing about it but i didn't like all you know uh this stuff in justice league and here's why i liked this and now i did i did Mm -hmm. i did not like that fantastic made the experience wonderful because Mm. i did not have a great experience in my theater unfortunately oh uh the guy in front of me and to my left every five minutes 
on Instagram, on Facebook, <sighs> trying to t- take like Snapchats of the the movie, all this stuff. God, I hated it. And I eventually kicked his seat and <laughs> he didn't stop. And so it got to a part that this had to have like I, I tolerate it at first to just be like, all right, mm. if you need to do like one or two things. Right. Like mm. get get your shit done. But he just kept pulling it up. And so eventually it got to a part where like the music quieted down and I made sure I said real out. I was like, put your fucking phone away. Uh, and thankfully, there was no one in the seat next to me, but the guy who was one seat d- 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 down then jo- 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 joined in and was like, yeah, dude, what the fuck? Uh, so <laughs> thankfully, he stopped. But it was just like your own vigilante justice. Come on. Like what? <laughs> like they have this whole thing of like, please silence your cell phones. God, it is the worst. But well, anyways, how has the Batman been performing? Uh, and their box office opening weekend. So according to Box Office Mojo, uh, this film so far, we are recording this on Sunday night um, mm-hmm. of, of the opening weekend. Uh, and apparently domestically, it has made $128.5 million. Internationally, Big, it has made healthy. $120 million, uh, which b- brings its total uh, worldwide to $248.5 million that it's been making. Good stuff. Yeah, Good we stuff. saw it in a, a big theater that had a lot of, it looked like groups of people in it. Like we, to get to our seats, we like walk down a row of what looked like maybe a dozen youths who were all there together. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So good stuff. Well, uh, that said, we are about to get into uh, spoilers, but first mm-hmm. we will do a bit of housekeeping and then we will be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots, and we'd love it if you check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and a thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash The Whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you'd like to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. A big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier. So thank you to Sam. We love you a lot. Thanks, Sam. We appreciate you. It means a ton. Um, cool things that we've been up to here at the whatnots. If you guys want more Batman content, uh, we we are covering the court of owls on the review show. This is the first 
two volumes of Batman from uh, DC's New 52 initiative. It's written by Scott Snyder with art by Greg Capullo. And there's some backup stories in there by James Tinian IV. Um, so I, I highly recommend it. It's one of the most uh, like highly acclaimed Batman stories of the past decade or so, or so almost decade and a yeah. half now. Uh, but yeah, it's a great story. We recorded that this morning, but it will be out in a couple days after this goes live. So that will be review core, the reactor core, always fast tracked review show every Wednesday. Indeed, indeed. So be on the lookout for that. And then in honor of the Riddler here in in the Batman over on the captain's log, uh, Melissa wanted me to challenge her with some riddles, some Riddler yes. riddles, to be yes. precise. Uh, so I went back into some of the comics and the movies and shows and all of that stuff and looked up some of the riddles that Riddler had used previously. And I asked those to Melissa to see if she could solve them. So go check that out, too. That's on the captain's log uh, yeah. which is our weekly pop c- culture feed, which should be out the same time that this is out. Uh, so you guys yeah, can we talk about movie news uh, and we play silly games like this. Oh, yeah, it's good fun. Good fun indeed. Uh, yeah, I say we get on to spoilers, though. Let me hit that spoiler mm-hmm. button. Here we are in spoilers. Oh. I would like to say first off that we've been reading Court of Owls this week, which mm-hmm. is a story that it was theorized that this movie may take some elements from. And I'm not a big comics reader, so it's rare that I am prepared with source material knowledge before I go into a comic book movie. And mm-hmm. like the night before I went to go see it, my brother Jam stopped by to t- and he mentioned like that he had gone to see it. And we were talking about it and he's like, it's one of the most original Batman stories I've ever seen. I'm like, oh, oh I read that comic and it isn't involved at all. <laughs> I still spent valuable time with that comic. It was great. Read Court of Owls. It's a really good introduction point if you're not a big comics reader also. And I think there are thematic similarities between that story and sure. this movie. But yeah, this movie seems... You you can tell what it's inspired by, but it does it is a wholly original story, and I did really yeah, like so, it. Uh, to go off of that, then I will say this: in interviews, uh, both the director and Robert Pattinson have been kind of not hinting at, but saying that hey, if they do a sequel, Court of Owls might be something they would like to explore. Um, yeah, so I think it would fit I, right into what they could developed in this movie. Absolutely. Uh, and this one, this movie in particular, was definitely influenced by one of these stories that Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo uh, did a little bit after Court of Owls in in their run. Batman Zero, yeah, 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 um, which it involves the, the city being flooded and kind of like nature retaking it. And it's bat it's, it's Batman's first. Yeah, 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 yeah. He has to take down mm. the Riddler, um, all, 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 all that stuff there. Um, and I, I would say it, since it's also like a year two Batman story, I would say Batman the Long ha- ha- Halloween 
is also yeah. another influence uh, on this, which is story one of opens my, on Halloween. My favorite Batman stories, and yeah, it starts on Halloween there. So good stuff. I I I I, I think it's original in the sense that it's taking from a lot of different things and then combining yeah. it into something new. It's not like this mm-hmm. is Batman Zero Year and they just changed the title to The Batman. It's, yeah. it's not that. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I, I had good good fun with this. So mm-hmm. Mo- that one say movie starts just giant letters across the screen. The Batman. Which I always like. I always like when mm-hmm. the title of a movie fills up the entire screen. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so this movie basically opens up. So just to, to reiterate, we often do the broad strokes of the plot. We don't uh-huh. necessarily go beat by beat or scene by scene, but just some of the broad strokes here. So mm-hmm. uh, this opens up with the murder of the current mayor of Gotham. Uh, and, uh, we, we, we get to see like the, the start of the film through Riddler's mask. We get to see his perspective. Uh, and then shortly after that, we get to see Bruce's perspective. Uh, he's walking through the city. His narration is playing on top of it. Um, and it's, it's very much kind of like Rorschach in Watchmen, uh, as, as he's talking uh, on on t- on top of this, uh, we get to see Batman stalking a group of thugs through the city uh, who he ends up beating up and saving someone. And man, he is just brutal. Like when he when he beats uh-huh. up that f- first dude, he does not hold back. Um, yeah. And God, it is scary. Uh, but our first Easter egg is right there. Uh, in 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 the this group of thugs, I saw this immediately and was like, I I recognize that actor. That's weird. <laughs> uh, so there is a kid who is being inducted into this gang. Yeah. Um, and he they they're I guess ha- ha- having him go beat someone up or kill someone. Yeah. Uh, and the actor that plays him, I don't remember the guy's name, uh, but he is the same actor that plays Tim Drake in Titans in HBO Max's Titans show, f- focused on, of course, the Teen Titans. Tim mm-hmm. Drake is Robin. Is one yes. Of them. Uh, so it was just neat to be like, ah, hey. That guy, yeah. he's, Robin, but he's not, but it, he is. Um, yeah. So yeah, that 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 was fun to to get to see him there. Uh, uh, immediately in the movie, very quickly, it's established that even though this is a Batman who is newer, he's only yep. been around for two years. He is successfully scaring the city. We see petty crimes happen. We see somebody in a Halloween mask rob a convenience store. And as right. they leave, they sort of peer over their shoulder at the shadows I, in the alley. That. And you think Batman's going to jump out, and he doesn't. But this shows you that he's already a, a frightful enough force. He's been established as so mysterious, so unpredictable, so violent. That, yeah, the average street criminal is, maybe they're not deterred, but they, they're watching out for Batman. They know he could be shoulder. around the corner. Yeah. yeah. He can't be everywhere, but he, he right. could be somewhere. He could be right there, which yeah. I loved. 
I thought that mm-hmm. like, this is the first Batman movie that I, I, I get it. Like Batman is inciting fear, which is his purpose. Yeah. Is his goal. That's what he wanted to right. do when he picked like, I'm going to become a bat. Like, I, like that, that was his whole goal. And it, it works in, 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 mm-hmm. in this. I loved that. I was like, ah, just, just focusing on this dark shadow that he could come out and just step out of is, but then nothing mm-hmm. just like, fuck. Yeah. Like, and I'm his narration <laughs> <laughs> in his narration says when the bat signal is up in the sky, it isn't just a, a signal. Uh, it isn't just a call for help. It is a warning when that mm-hmm. signals in the sky. Every criminal in Gotham, they, they look over their shoulder. They wonder if they're the person Batman who could be coming for. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Batman's presence, uh, we, 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 we do get to see Batman brought to the crime scene of this murder. And it, the, the room is just lined with cops and all, all sorts of people working the scene. And he steps in and he's just walking in real slow. And he just like, I don't did, know if they did some tricks to, to shoot this scene. I don't know how tall mm. Robert Pattinson is, but he's a small guy. I, I, I feel like like that one scene where you see him moving the table later on in the f- film. He's not the big muscly like Ben Affleck Batman mm-hmm. that we saw there. Yeah, this guy's scrawny, but it's, it's the suit well, that like makes him look b- yeah. big, but not not in he's, a way that he's like not scrawny, but he is on the the slimmer side compared to most other Batman. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But like it, 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 it's definitely the suit that makes him. Yes. bigger but it's not yeah. a suit that makes it look like dude that's like three sizes too large what the hell dude like you're like, wearing your dad's batman suit to work <laughs> like a big boy right uh, i mean it is halloween after all uh but but like somehow in that suit he has this much more commanding presence uh which is fascinating because everyone in the room just stops and is like that's batman Oh my God, that's Batman! Holy shit, like that—that's Batman! Yeah. Oh my God! And there's and, and there's a lot of shots of his feet too, and you see how big and heavy his boots are, which has mm. never been a part of other Batman stories. We never had a close up on Michael Keaton's boots. Yep. You know what they say about big feet? Big batarangs. So right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so here at this crime scene, Batman's looking around. We get our first clue from the Riddler. Um, Melissa, did you keep up with all of the like marketing and the the stuff like the ciphers I, that they were putting out? I would go to New Rock Stars and watch Eric Voss break it down. I don't do anything firsthand. Keeping I only experience it. life secondhand through what you and my brothers and Eric Voss tells me. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, I, I did not keep up with the marketing. I didn't watch all this. stuff. I did not know that this is something they were really doing in the posters and trailers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, 
but yeah, it's the, it, apparently all these symbols were on there. You could get some cipher. They were like all the marketing was revealing uh, like a different letter at a time. Yeah. Like this alphabet to solve this clue, uh, which they did some neat stuff with that. Now that I do mm-hmm. know a bit about it. Um, but this first clue long the the guy's thumb is cut off the cipher leads them to the word drive which leads them to the car but they're looking for a thumb drive it's kind of cheesy kind of horny uh but i loved it this is the clue your dad leaves that's a real dad clue the thumb drive it is yeah uh but it, it it worked in the film it 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 is the like batman like it's it's not smart enough for batman but it's it's just dumb enough for the cops that they don't get it right, <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh so yeah with the thumb arrive they they find uh, they find pictures of the mayor with this girl. Mm. They don't really know who she is exactly. Mm. Um, and that uh, they're eventually... they're leaving. The, the the photos are of the mayor and this girl with a big black eye. It's very apparent. He's the one who beat her up or had mm-hmm. somebody else beat her up on his command. And they're leaving the iceberg lounge. Yeah. The Iceberg Lounge, of course, belonging to Oswald Cobblepot, a.k.a. the Penguin. Uh, and so, yeah, we see Bruce Wayne stepping in to uh, to to go meet Oswald there. Before mm-hmm. we continue, do you have any other kind of stuff about the start of the film that you oh, want to say I, or mention? I like that after this night, after he, you know, he beats up these thugs, he does let the initiate thug go free. He is not beat up. Batman can tell. This is an initiate. You're not a real criminal. You might have been peer pressured into this. He just spooks mm-hmm. him and the kid runs off. After this, he does that and he goes to this crime scene. He, when he goes home, and he's not in a Wayne Manor. He's in like a Wayne Tower that is downtown. And he just drives yep. his motorcycle straight through Gotham into their like underground garage. He, he goes home and he writes this in a journal and you realize that what he's been narrating is his diary. diary. And I'm like, today I beat up three criminals. It was great. <laughs> That's the most emo part of all is that he <laughs> keeps these journals. Well, it's it's journals, but he has labeled them the Gotham Project. Yes. So it is. To, it's, I, I, I don't want to say it's a science experiment, but it is a very. Oh god, uh, not prof- doctorly prof- like way to look at that. I'm not sure what the right word is is there, but it's a very measured and methodical approach yeah. to how he's dealing with things, which is kind of interesting, right? Like it's I, 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 go ahead. No, it's nice to have that perspective on it that it is labeled Gotham Project and not Revenge Project, not Justice <laughs> Project. It is specifically about crime. <laughs> it, it's about influencing his city, bettering his city in some way. And that is the arc of him in this movie is learning, uh, is, is realizing what he has done for Gotham and what he could do for Gotham. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, 
yeah what else about uh the back okay so th- this is also where we first meet alfred right he's the one that yeah. helps to uh solve the cipher and the circus is playing him uh I, mm-hmm. I think he makes a good alfred um, great job yeah d- d- i always love an alfred that was seems like he has had the military experience just yeah. by the b- 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 build of of, mm-hmm. of him um there which i is i i like the butler version of like i i think that's what i think of when i think of the yeah when i think of alfred um but i i i do also like the military experience like that is how Mm. he's so measured that's how he knows how to have things on schedule and how he knows how to uh like fix and stitch up bruce and take care of him uh and Mm. stuff like that so i i i think i I feel like we didn't get enough Alfred in right. Yeah, this, I, but I did like what we we, we got here. Yes, so. I could have used with more Alfred, but I think this is a really solid introduction, and uh, I like that this is a take on the character that is a little different than what we have seen in the past. He's you mentioned he's he's got more of a muscular build. He comes out with a, a cane. And at some point he mentions how he should have protected the Waynes. And you wonder if he was in more of a bodyguard position as opposed to being a traditional butler. And there are stories about how Bruce lives under the shadow of Thomas Wayne. And this is a story almost about how Alfred has lived under the shadow of Thomas Wayne. Like him and him and Bruce butt heads, you know, like the Bruce has to get dressed up to go to the mayor's funeral later on in the movie. And Alfred's like, you're not even wearing cufflinks. You can't go out like that not wearing cufflinks. You're a Wayne. And he takes his own cufflinks off and gives them to him. And there are these monogrammed W Wayne family cufflinks. And Bruce is like, are you a Wayne? Mm-hmm. And he's like, your father gave them to me. <laughs> like, at some point, he literally does say, you're not my dad. <laughs> and Alfred's like, I know. <laughs> like, you could tell they've been through this. This is an Alfred who always has relationship. Yeah. Yeah. This is an Alfred who has been trying to step into the surrogate father role for this young boy. And this boy has never exactly taken to it, has always sort of chafed against it. And this is a, a, a tension and a regret and a bitterness that this Alfred lives with now. It's it's an interesting one because there's bits and pieces of Batman's history that mm-hmm. we don't know yet uh or we might assume in this like i i just assume if they don't tell me the batman or, 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 or origin story that he still spent years abroad studying martial arts true being a yeah. ninja, all that stuff but again they don't tell us that in this here so we don't know how much actual like combat training bruce yeah. has or stuff like that I- so I'm wondering if that exasperation between them has something to do with that. Maybe it is the fact that Bruce did run away and do all of that stuff. Yeah. And now with the, tra- the training, uh, maybe he's kind of treated Alf- Alfred like he thinks he knows it all. And there's all that, sp- mm. all that stuff could be the opposite, where maybe he didn't do all those years abroad. And, and Alfred sees this guy just kind of wasting away and then 
doing this yeah. really weird thing where he's dressing up as yeah. a bat and like I, something's wrong with this kid right like there, mm-hmm. there might be some exasperation from both sides of those spectrum of that yeah. spectrum there we don't know um but yeah i i like the mystery in that yeah relationship so. i like to see the ones that are that are closer friends uh i think christian bale and michael kane they had a pretty solid friendship all the 90s batman and and michael gow michael go also was solid out uh, alfred ben affleck mm-hmm. and my, uh, jeremy irons they're a closer pair than these two are uh, jeremy irons is a good alfred <laughs> i wish we got to spend more yep. time with him but i like that this is a relationship that isn't there yet and is still in the works yeah i like that we get to see it progress whereas in most of the other movies the batman alfred dynamic is pretty static yep indeed indeed uh cool let's move on a little bit here so uh we got up to the iceberg lounge we get to meet penguin for the first time uh and batman is questioning him like hey this woman was here at this time this guy was here what was happening and of course penguin is playing coy of just like i don't either who knows there's so many people that walk through here how do mm-hmm. i know what they do uh and enter selena kyle uh he batman kind of immediately recognizes that she recognizes the woman in the picture they're wearing mm-hmm. the same boots uh so he goes to follow her and yep turns out selena kyle knows who this woman is uh and batman is interested he goes to question her uh mm-hmm. they, they they end up working together which takes place a little bit down the road there they they go back into the iceberg lounge there's like a club under the club the the 44 below i believe is what they yeah called it uh and it is for it is for gotham's elite the vip right this is where it, this is where all the drugs are where the the crime would would be whereas the upstairs is more like this is for everyone it's fun it's a good yeah. time there's nothing to see here cops see it's just some alcohol that's fine right? just yeah don't pay attention to all the drugs we're moving around yeah that's all downstairs um but yeah, we 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 get introduced to Selena Kyle. What did you think of Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle? Perfectly cast, looks wonderful. I she was an actor I wasn't as familiar with, so I watched Kimmy earlier this week to get to okay. know her a little better. She's got wonderful physicality. Like she just moves her body. It like her posture, the way she walks in that movie is really precise. Uh, I, I think she that that lends well to being a cat woman for sure yeah uh yeah i've 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 seen her in a number of stuff i've 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 liked her in all sorts of things there i i thought she was great in this i thought mm-hmm. she was spectacular um the i believe it's batman year one the portrayal of her she does have shorter hair it is okay she she uses wigs and disguises and all that stuff so to see her like that in this was like okay this is more like kind of what i know from a classic yeah on 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 that which is neat um i liked the bat and cat 
stuff, the Batman Catwoman yes. romance mm-hmm. is always fantastic. It's super sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought they nailed it with this without yeah. it devolve or like de- derailing the story. Um, there, yeah, and it there always was no sex scene. There was no stuff. no. Like, they did kiss, but no. you could feel the like the flirtatiousness between them, uh, which I yeah. thought was stellar. <laughs> or at least from her to him. This is a Batman. Sure, who's sure. Very, yeah. very close to off. Which, which, which is I like. Kind of what it is in the comics a lot yeah. of the times too, where he's he's just like, uh, but I am mm. the Batman. I must do my one man war against. <laughs> crime and then she's just sitting there like i just want to kiss you right now though like Aww. we could take <laughs> yeah. a couple minutes to do that couldn't we yeah um and this and movie yeah, I, takes place it, over great. six or seven days and yeah every time you check in with them the the level of trust and of camaraderie they have between the two of them i think it's well paced they never it never feels like they know each other better than they would have after just sure. a couple days sure yeah um cool so after we meet selena kyle and she gets questioned and all that stuff and we kind of figure out what's happening uh Mm. let's see here the commissioner is the next to bite the dust uh the commissioner uh gets murdered uh he he has rats that eat his face because they're locked on some cage that's in his it's gruesome and he was also like they they Riddler shot him with rat poison and then did this thing to him, which means the rats are also going to die, which is <laughs> that's the meanest thing the Riddler does kind in the whole movie. Why did those rats though? have to die from eating the guy's face? For cinema, Melissa, for cinema. I mean, I don't know if a rat <laughs> ate a guy's face. I don't know if that's healthy for a rat. I don't know if a rat lives necessarily well, after it does that, but don't eat the guy's the guy. face when it's poisoned. I was going to say per- Probably not a guy that's been injected with rat poison. <laughs> exactly. They might have lived otherwise. I don't know. Oh, well. Just unnecessary, uh, Riddler. Very mean. But the clue that they get off of that murder indicates there's probably going to be a bomb next. Uh, and uh, the, this is then when we see Batman and Catwoman team up. She goes into the 44 below. Uh, this is where we she she meets the D.A. The, mm-hmm. the uh, and he's the one that gets k- kidnapped. But this is also where we first g- g- get a look at Falcone. Um, yeah. And it, 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 we don't understand the relationship yet unless you are a, co- a comic book writer and you know that Catwoman is his daughter. Um, but uh, yeah, it's still it's still we don't know that stuff yet. It is just this like awkward kind of like, OK, they know each other. Interesting. Uh, they seem to have some kind of relationship. And I I, I, mm. I think the the assumptions are it's maybe a little pervier than, uh, mm-hmm. than you, you would expect. Um, but yeah, the D.A. Kidnapped I, and he's the next one to bite the dust here. Yeah. I want to say briefly that I liked this DA. I liked that he was not as much of a creep as you would have expected going into that scene. And he's more of a sad sack. He's very pathetic. He's very stressed out and scared. I like that among all of these corrupt Gotham officials, there was some slight variation between them. Yeah, he's 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 
corrupt and very mm. uh, very obviously so but in a way that yeah like you said like you can tell he's just scared like he's he's not yeah. the crime boss he's the one being pushed around and he's yeah. just kind of gotten into this life this is what you do now you go mm. down to the 44 below and use their eye drop drugs uh like from loper uh and yeah to do you know do all of that stuff um but yeah so the the next big scene we get is the funeral uh yeah here uh you know all of the big all of the big gothamites are coming out to this funeral to pay the respects to the mayor um and this is when uh like they they're there was a scene earlier on when the mayor got murdered, and there's a scene uh, here at the funeral when Bruce is looking at the su- the son yeah. of of that, which I thought were was great touches uh, yes. in this film. That he just he has this understanding of what this kid is going through, but is also just mm. such a completely different person from yeah. this kid or from who he was when he was a kid. That he yeah kind of doesn't know how to relate and just right, like, stares yeah. and like he, this, yeah like, he does mean, he doesn't go stare. over right <laughs> like when he sees the kid and it also like the kid found his dad's dead body mm-hmm. which really affects bruce bruce is so affected by this kid he relates to this kid every time this kid is around when he sees him as he's leaving the crime scene when he sees him at the funeral he just stops stares at this kid but you're right he doesn't go over to the kid and say like hey bud how are you holding up I, i've been there you know somewhere similar you know and this is what really helped yeah. me during this time no he, he has no capacity to comfort he only has the capacity it's, to brood it, yeah th- like that's exactly it. it's this brooding stare it's not even like <laughs> he's looking at the kid and then when the kid looks he like smiles and is just like mm, i'm sorry right. or like you know has some yeah. kind of emotion right. it, it is just this straight like very like stern stare and yeah I, it 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 like i feel like it creeped out the kid but they just never explore that because he's just like why does yeah. this guy keep looking at me like what the hell Right. Um, and I imagine but like if the kid de- did tell his mom and mom, his mom would be like, oh, that's Bruce Wayne. Like he lost both of his parents when he was about your age. He probably he, sure, he feels yeah. sad for you. I, sure. I do like that when the Riddler uh, drives this car like remote control or, or he's making the D.A. do it. But the car like plows straight into the funeral. I like that Bruce saves the kid. I like that yes, not just that is Batman got to save this thing. kid, but. But Bruce himself got to save the kid. And I imagine yes. for the other people there at the funeral and Bruce Wayne in the story, like he never goes out. He's a recluse. He shows up at this funeral and people are like, whoa, Bruce Wayne, you still exist. Hi. Wait, he's, he's... I, I imagine it would it would touch people for them to you know see, oh, our city's most famous orphan saved yeah. a boy whose dad just died. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I I loved this scene. I love how there is this buildup of tension at the mm-hmm. funeral when you start to hear the noises outside. You start yeah. to hear the screams. You start to hear the crashes. You yeah, start to hear the, and it's the just like 
they all like the heads are turning they know something Uh. is happening but you don't know and the camera just stays inside it won't show you what's out there no just like it never showed you what was in those shadows when when the criminals looked back and so you just get this like anticipation this tension of like something is coming something is happening what is happening um yeah and they're in this phenomenal they're in this cathedral in the middle of the day and it's just lit by like the sort of weak sunlight coming in through the big windows Very you know overcast. and he's he, he seen yeah and bruce like turns around and looks up at like the you know, the, the the second the balcony where the choir is and it's backlit by this window and it's all these faceless forms like they're they're so blocked out by the light you can't see them and he turns around again and there's just one figure left and you know that's the Riddler, even if there's nothing distinctive about his shape. Yep, yep. absolutely. Um, yeah, that scene was was neat. So, yeah, the DA uh, then steps out. He has this bomb at- at- attached uh, to his 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 neck um, and uh, the Riddler is there being like, hey, you have to solve these riddles uh, to 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 escape this to survive and so of course batman uh walks in to help out but we haven't really spoken about the riddler and his plan yet and i think this is the perfect time to do that because Mm -hmm. what he's trying to do is basically expose this corruption within the city that hey there was this thing that happened this plot there was this this rat that now a, a bunch of these uh, city officials and important pe- people are protecting. There is a corruption mm. here that no one is speaking about. And the Riddler is actually trying to do something good. He's going yeah. about it in a terrible way, uh, mm-hmm. but he's trying to expose this corruption. Um, and it, it leads back to this rat, this person that uh, that the people are protecting um mm. and the da refuses to give this rat yeah. up on this third rattle he says no because if i do that then they'll know that i g- gave them up they'll go after my family my yeah. kids like all that stuff uh so and it's like you i can't <clears throat> tell anybody this like it is bad for you to know this like this will break your brain how deep all of the corruption and all of the secrets go like i hate yeah. knowing this i don't want you to know this yeah uh so because he keeps his mouth shut kaboom he blows up knocks mm-hmm. batman back uh he gets brought into the police station uh and he wakes up and gordon helps him escape uh, and he jumps off of the building and has the like squirrel suit to help him. Yeah, down. That, that was, a was great wild scene. because that is and the Batman's equipment that we've seen so far. He's got this cool like retina like lens. this like contact lens that he pops in that like records video. And you know, when mm-hmm. Selena Kyle goes into the 44 Below Club, he's able to give it to her. She's very cool tech. So then when he pulls out this flying squirrel suit, it is lower tech than anything I imagine I would see from the other Batman in that flight regard. Like, I feel like everybody else, like they, you know, they flap out their arms and they've got the like more legitimate bat like looking wing type equipment and they're able to glide. 
This or do they yeah, have like the jet flying squirrel suit stuff. Yeah, like, uh, like Iron Man or you know yeah. something like that is it's, what you you might expect. But no, he just has this, this squirrel is, suit. It's surprisingly low-fi, and I, I kind of liked that. Like we can see that this is a Batman that hasn't been able to get everything maybe the way he wants it yet. Like maybe he focused on that iris cam and is like, I, I mean, guess I'll make only... some sort of flight suit. Two years in, right? So Yeah, I mean, he, exactly. Like, he maybe hasn't had the need to build all these things out yet. Right? Yeah. Where he, he knows like, okay, probably don't want to get like tasered or something. So we'll make it uh, shock proof. Mm. Probably don't want to get burned. So we'll, you know, we'll make it fire proof stuff like that. But just like, yeah. when the fuck am I going to have to like jump off of a bit? Well, it's possible but I I doubt it, and I don't really want to just be carrying around like a big old jet propulsion thing on my yeah. back for a just yeah. in case. So let's just do a like a squirrel suit, a thing to glide. And I feel like that like that exists. Like I don't. If you went to some specialty like hiking, camping, outdoors, you know, hang yeah. gliding Absolutely. store, yeah, like a civilian could get that. I did like that variety. That he's got very classically Batman high tech stuff, and then some of his other things are more like. I adapted something I, you could buy from a store. You can watch all sorts of YouTube videos of people in their squirrel suits with the, the yeah. pros attached on, on yeah. their, their, their head there. Uh, that's, that's wild stuff. Um, oh, and I like that yeah. it's shot like from his perspective, like swooping down over Gotham. Kind of reminded me of like, oh, look at the shot you'd see in the amazing Spider-Man or something. Sure. Yeah. 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 Indeed. Um, I so the one ridiculous thing that I I I liked about this scene, but also was just like, this is stupid, like <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, is that immediately when he clocks Gordon right. and runs out, just the building just floods with cops mm. out of every door, at least 20 of them from every door. He goes up like like the he goes up what, like 20 flights of stairs. How have they gotten the word up up there yet? And they're all just pouring out. And it's just like this is kind of like Agent Smith in in the Matrix where just copies and copies of the just flooding out uh and I, yeah at that scene i was just like this is stupid but it's great i love it <laughs> and i love that when he he takes off in his squirrel suit crashes he crashes and rolls like 30 feet Ooh, it yeah. is a rough landing yeah i was almost surprised that that didn't have a bit more of an effect on him through the rest of the movie he is pretty battered by the end of it absolutely um okay let's see here so we did the funeral all yeah, that stuff they, batman they confront the penguin the tower jeffrey wright uh, yells jeffrey wright very good haven't mentioned him specifically yet love a jeffrey we, wright anytime yeah, let's, let's let's talk about gordon then what did you think of, of gordon in this his relationship with batman and all of that just just a solid gordon i like that he is the only one who trusts Batman is willing to work with him to cooperate with him at least now what are your feelings on this can I get your perspective yeah we are uh contemporaries of a type I want to know what you're thinking and even he is like 
why am I doing? Why are you doing this, Jim? Yeah. Is this really going to work out? But he still does it, and I like that he's he's also frustrated that after two years he doesn't know anything more about the Batman. I like that he he'll call him man sometimes. Like, what are you looking at there, over man? <laughs> Just very casual. Because <laughs> he doesn't I, know what to call him. In new rock stars, they mention that they actually refer to the Batman as vengeance more than they do Batman. Yeah, like, he, he yeah. introduces himself as I am vengeance, right? I so am like, vengeance. It, yeah, like they they call him that more than they do it's Batman, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. yeah, I I really enjoyed this Gordon. I I thought he he felt a lot like the Gordon from Batman Year One. Um, or, mm-hmm. or, or, or that, like a, a continuation of that Batman, right? Because mm. in in Batman Year One, that that story is actually a Jim Gordon story, and about how he yes. is also coming to the city at the same time as Bruce Wayne returning. He's just starting to make a name for himself amongst the cops, um, and as we see in this, he's not the commissioner yet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and, and so, yeah, it feels like he's gotten to Gotham, has experienced the corruption um, in both the politics uh, and as well as I'm sure some in the force, too. But I'm sure he he mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily know the extent of that, as we see when, mm. there, when he like Batman will say something. He's just like that guy, too. Like, uh, who mm. is corrupt here? Yeah. Um, but I, I I liked the gruffness, but also the like, I'm too old for, for this shit like, <laughs> without saying that. But like, that's yeah. the kind of vibes he gives off. But is is but like you can tell he's on his way to be the next commissioner. Like he's the one yeah. who will be that. Um, and so he is being like Batman, like, help you, yeah, throw me a bone here dude like yeah <laughs> help me out here mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I, I, I liked I their relationship their relationship was good yeah. yeah i'm i'm excited for this spinoff uh this like yeah. jim gordon focused spinoff which I, I think i read something today that it is going to be more arkham focused i don't know exactly what that means interesting um and i don't know how true that is so take that with a grain of salt there uh because i i don't know much about what they what they plan What's particularly that. interesting about that is that in this movie, and I'm not familiar with this being the case in any other Batman media, you can correct me. I don't know that much. Martha's maiden name is Arkham. Is that totally new? Has that happened uh, before? I, 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 it's, I, I don't think that's the typical case in the comics. Yeah. I, wouldn't be surprised if it is in there somewhere in some story. I, I think it's um, briefly mentioned somewhere. We just read Corda Owls that her maiden name was Kane, presumably after did Bob Kane, Bob Bill Kane, the Batman's dad, yeah, the Bob, man who made Bob Batman, Kane. which is Bob Kane which is very Kane. nice. Yes, yes, but but Kane yeah, that's, is also that's a, a well-known Gotham name. Uh, Kate Kane is Batwoman. Um, oh, so there, there, there is some some history with the Kane name in Gotham oh. in comics outside of just the tip of the hat to okay uh, to the creators. So, yeah, 
But yeah, her her maiden name is Arkham. The Arkham Asylum was founded by her family. This is attached mm-hmm. to the Wayne legacy. So more so than in, in any other Batman media, it, exploring Arkham's got a new layer to it in, in this canon. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited for, for all the spinoff stuff mm-hmm. that they do because I, I liked this one a lot. We're going to get a Penguin one, too. I, oh, have we yeah. gotten to the car chase part yet? Because that car chase we're, is we're terrific. We're, we're like right Ugh. there. This is like the next thing. So, so yeah. So uh, after the DA uh, it, it explodes and Batman j- jumps off, he, uh, basically this next clue. Uh, wait, where am I here? Yeah, this next clue leads them back to the penguin, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, they track him down to the docks. They see him transporting yeah. all this money from the drugs it seems like uh this uh maroni drug bust that uh that they they are that they mention in this movie Mm. maybe didn't actually happen and it just actually changed names of like well now now falcone has this now the penguin is is working it um and so yeah they track him down to uh the docks where selena also finds the body of her friend uh in the car um that was that was like her whole purpose of that stuff uh but yeah this is where we then see the batmobile as penguin tries to make his escape and there is this incredible car chase yes uh, in in there talk talk to me this was amazing first off First off, I love when they shackle the penguin and they, they leave and they leave him shackled and he just has to waddle around. Perfect, <laughs> perfect way to fit that in without breaking the tone of anything. Yeah. I like that yeah. a lot. The debut of the Batmobile, like it arising from the shadows, it just lighting up and like, I'm not a, a car chase person. I don't know anything about cars. I know the name of the one I have and that's it. <laughs> You know, this isn't a Hyundai Elantra. This is far more <laughs> advanced than that. But yeah. Oh, it just Imagine roars Batman to life. Driving a, a, a Honda or a, 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 a Hyundai. It's just like the thing barely works. <laughs> My Hyundai works wonderfully. But I really like this car chase. I like that it, it's raining. We're driving down the highway. It's got all those like orange street lamps on it. It's lit beautifully. Mm-hmm. It's raining. It's so frantic and chaotic. They're like switching lanes. I, you know, there's all these other cars on the road. There's so much damage. It's it, it's shot really well. I it feels it's not a big bombastic car chase like you would get in a Until Fast yet. and Furious, I imagine, or, or like the one we saw in The Matrix recently. It, it, this feels like a real desperate, messy rain-soaked car chase yeah yeah um yeah that scene is great i i i want to say i liked the batmobile but i i think this is more so a case of i just i don't feel like i got to see enough of it and the times i did it was in shadow or it was covered up or it was moving so fast that i can't really get a good look at it so batmobile was fine i think um but yeah that 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 scene just got the 
the the scene when Cobble Pot just looks yeah. in the back and you see like yes! his one eye as he's just like, did I get him? God, this I got you. Beautiful. I got you. Yeah, just so good. Screaming and gloating, and then his car flips and flips and. And then he's upside down. And this shot was in the trailer, but it's wonderful to see it in context. He's mm-hmm. upside down in the car and there's and like there's been a fire. A tanker truck exploded. They broke many other cars. And there's Batman just cape flowing, stalking towards him upside down in a rainy fire. Like street. a bat. Hanging upside down yeah. like a bat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so uh, they eventually capture Penguin uh, here and they question him. Gordon finally catches up in his regular car, <laughs> his regular <laughs> cop car. He'd drive a Hyundai Elantra and he'd like it. <laughs> he might, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so when, when they're starting to question uh, Penguin, they realize that their line of thinking might be wrong. They 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 think that this clue is Spanish some somehow and it, it kind of is uh, yeah but it it is it has this double entendre this double yeah. meaning right um, where it, it the like it is it leads them to a website um, yeah and I liked Batman this twist logs on that the clue is the clue is U R L Rata Alada. And they're like, oh, rat with wings. You're like a stool pigeon. We got to find this person. And they're ta- uh, telling the penguin about this. And he's like, you idiots. You don't know how to conjugate anything. That should be you are la rata lada. That's a feminine noun. And at first I thought then it, we were going to shift directions and there would be some woman of corruption. None of these none Which, of these characters tied to all the crime or any ladies. I, I was kind of thinking may happen because yeah. that's kind of what happens in Long Halloween uh, is that mm. it ends up being a woman, right? Uh, I, I not to this may be didn't have as much of an influence on it, but Bat- Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, yeah. The Phantasm is a woman, yeah. right? With this whole plot about... Uh, <laughs> Uh, which which we're about to get to at a sec here with uh selena revealing that she's falcone's yes. daughter like yes i like there's just yeah there's yeah like it could have been a woman right uh right which is what i you was know, maybe starting to think um but. but but i do like that that misdirection is in there to get across the phrase url this is a website yes. type in ratalata.com yeah uh, which we will circle back around to, to that later on in the show here. Um, but yeah, so they 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 get this website, they get their next clue. Um, and basically this leads them to an orphanage uh, that Thomas Wayne, I guess, had donated to or created uh, as part of his like rejuvenation of this city. Uh, and and stuff like that. And that's where they find out that the next uh, victim uh, is going to be Bruce Wayne. Um, yeah. And so Batman t- takes off and is like, shit, Alf- Alfred is the only one there. And I don't remember the maid's name. He, they have I, a I, maid. I think her name's Dory. Dory, I don't know if she's a character from the comics at all or not. Mm-hmm. I, but yeah, they they 
they had a maid too so he's like frantically calling to be like alfred pick up the like don't open my mail yeah all that stuff and they do this this uh really neat thing where uh where dory picks up and he's just like put alfred on right now like do all this and it it turns out that the bomb has already exploded Mm -hmm. Um, and and you you don't get that yet but alfred very quickly realizes it's a bomb barely escapes uh, but he yeah. does, does get get hurt. He 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 does mm. get knocked out. So he has to go to the hospital, um, and and do all of that stuff. So that would have been very sad if Alfred died. Yeah. Uh, in in this would not have been a good thing for that no. emo uh, boy right. uh, version of Batman. Yeah. man, we're shaping up to have a great Alfred, and he does. Go see him in the hospital later, Bruce does. And he then yeah. uh, we'll get to that when we get to that, because we need to explain some Thomas and Martha stuff first. So, uh, yeah. So b- before we mention the t- Thomas and M- 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 Martha stuff, this is also where Selena reveals that she is yes. Falcone's daughter. Uh, so that kind of recontextualizes the relationship that we've s- mm. s- seen them yeah. ha- have uh, there. And it's less pervy and more just like oh, yeah it's meant to be fatherly but also it like it, it is this it is so strange a relationship that yeah neither of them talk about it they both know right it. they 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 they, they it, or it's it's it seems like they each know it on their own but neither of them have confronted one another about it right yeah yeah makes, yeah, sense. so when he reaches out and like strokes her cheek, it's tauntingly fatherly. Yes. Not sincerely yeah. fatherly. Exactly. Um, but in a way that he's also not revealing that he's mm-hmm. her father, even though she mm. knows it, but she did doesn't know that he knows it. Yeah, it's complicated. Mm. Uh, but then we get the Riddler's next video, his next clue. And this is where uh, it kind of reveals the history of the Waynes and the mm. Arkhams and kind yes. of the dark secrets of both of those families. How the yeah. Arkhams uh, created this asylum, how Martha's pa- <laughs> parents had this murder-suicide and the reporter mm. that Baroque it uh, has was murdered too, um, like all of the stuff and just yeah, these, these like their, dark secrets. Yeah, her her mom had killed her father and then killed mm-hmm. herself, and it was uh, covered up, and everyone was told that they died in an accident. And Martha spent a lot of time in, in under mental care through, throughout her life after dealing with that, and this was yeah. also hidden away. And then. Um, when Thomas Wayne was running for mayor, there was a reporter who threatened to release this to tell everybody. I found out that the Arkhams really had this murder suicide and, and, and Martha's been ill and she's, she's been in the asylum. And Thomas Wayne had that quieted down and that reporter it died. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that reporter is maybe potentially our next Easter egg here. Oh, um, so that reporter is not necessarily anyone of note, but his last name is could be the reporter's name was Edward 
was Edward Elliot. Um, mm. and Tommy. Oh, yeah. Yes. I cannot speak, but you guys know the last name. Uh, that's the name of the Batman villain, Hush. Which, when they mention all of that, the name yeah. Hush is written in big, yeah. bold letters right there on that. Um, so, it's one of those things, it's not exactly an Easter egg. It could be nothing. But considering mm. this guy was murdered, um, could potentially have left behind a family uh, to, to uh, you know, mm. grow up grieving of never finding out what happened. Or maybe they mm. did somehow. Maybe they knew it was tied up in the wains uh, there. But yeah, mm. uh, for those of you guys who aren't familiar with Hush, um, he is a character from Bruce Wayne's past uh, who uh, wanted to be like Bruce Wayne so, so much uh, that in the comics, he ends up murdering his own parents uh, so that he can be an orphan, too. Um, and then ends up trying to get like skin samples and make skin skin grafts of Bruce Wayne's skin and get plastic surgery to get them like on him, make it look like him. It's sick and twisted and demented, but could potentially be something that maybe happens in a scene. Mm -hmm. We could see something like that and it would fit in this weird, fucked up, dark mm -hmm. Batman world that we yeah. have in this movie here. Um, but yeah, so that, that we, we we get a bunch of this history of the Waynes uh, and all of that. Um, and let's see the truth behind Martha's parent, blah, 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 blah. And Arkham for years. Uh, so around this time, Bruce then goes to Falcone to kind of confront him and all of this stuff. And this is where uh, Falcone tries to lull him uh, can convince him to be on his <laughs> side Just yeah like, hey like it's it's okay like you're i'm i'm on your side you're on my side this reporter was after your family uh it's 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 a good thing that he's he's dead mm. here like and and it, yeah. it was not me it was maroney uh that was trying to mm. kill your parents uh, and it, that's you know getting mixed up in all of this is just how how this reporter died here. And there was a a bit earlier in the movie where Bruce Wayne is at the mayor's funeral and he meets Falcone. Falcone's like, came to your house once when you were kids. You remember that? And where he had gotten shot in some nefarious mob dealing, and he knew he couldn't mm -hmm. go to the hospital. They'd asked too many questions. But he needed help, so we just went to famous Dr. Thomas Wayne's house, and Thomas just fixed him up, just did a surgery there on the dining room table with Bruce, like, watching from up on the stairs. Yeah. So there is all connection. You know, there, there is some favor that is owed between Marconi, yeah. uh, between Falcone and Wayne. Absolutely. Um, and so with this news, Bruce kind of do doesn't really know what to do with it yet. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, so he goes to visit 
Alfred in the hospital. Yeah. Where Alfred wakes up and clarifies, no, that's not what happened. Uh, your mm. father was g- g- going to sell out Falcone and get get him in trouble that same night, the night that this reporter died, and the same night your parents did died. So it wasn't Maroney, but I can't exactly prove that it was Falcone, but all signs point to it was him. He is the bad guy. Yeah. He he is yeah. this rat. Um is, yes. is, is essentially what what this all leads to here. This is the one mm, that yeah. everyone is protecting, that all of these officials are protecting, that Riddler is trying to expose, that this was all Falcone's doing here. Um so yeah and he says that thomas wanted he he didn't want any of that information hidden for like public image reasons he wanted it hidden just because that is painful for martha (laughs) he just didn't want her to go through any of that grief and he had gone to falcone because they're you know that falcone did over him a favor and he's like the the worst he might have done is ask him to just intimidate that reporter slightly and alfred's like I know your father never right. imagined that that man would end up dead. He, ju- he just didn't want these secrets that your mother, like very personal, private information that she just didn't want out there. That's all he ever intended to do. Uh, and I'm, I'm happy about that. I was worried that this movie would give us something too dark about Thomas and Martha. And we were talking earlier today when we discussed Court of Owls that these are characters mm-hmm. that are often put on a pedestal and Batman, you know, is almost naive about how good they were. And I, uh, I like when they have characterization added on to them, that they are characters of perhaps right. being slightly, you know, a little morally gray or complicated, or they've done things that are regrettable, but I didn't want these characters to be, I didn't want these characters ruined in, in Batman's eyes. I think that would have been a, a little too harsh little too unnecessarily painful and i like that this is the story just there are dark secrets there is pain but they are altogether noble people who just want things kept quiet for the sake of their own uh, honorable privacy and and private grieving of terrible things that have happened in the past absolutely so as Bruce Wayne is kind of figuring this stuff out and figuring mm. out what to do with this. Selena Kyle is also biting up the 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 nerd. Well, she she finds out this info too that mm. uh yes, Falcone is the rat. He was the one that killed her friend, all of that stuff. Um, and so she is biting up the nerve to go confront him and go kill him. Uh mm-hmm. when B- B- Bruce finds the, that out, he goes to stop her um because you know batman wants justice um but yeah not murder right and and he is kind of starting to like this selena kyle person Mm. she's resourceful she knows how to handle herself um and she's very attractive too so uh Mm -hmm. like he's he's like hey no no you if 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 you cross that line here that's not that's not gonna be a good thing like i'm I'm gonna have to stop you after that. I don't want yeah. that. Yeah, I like what he says. That she says he has to pay for this, and he says yes. But why should you also have to pay? Right. Like right. he knows 
it is bad to kill a person. That feels bad for you to do. Like, that's why he doesn't do it. He will beat somebody up like heck, but he won't kill them. He has that line. And he yeah. encourages her to also have that line for the sake of her own sanity. And it's it's interesting because Batman is in this film is depicted as very brutal. Yes. Like, just will not will not pull his punches. But something else I noticed, too, is that, yes, if he is like knocking people off a ledge or something like that, he is somehow attaching them to something they're yeah. like as as we see down the road when the when the floodgates have exploded and stuff and stuff like that like he's making sure he's knocking these people off that have like carabiners on them that are already attached yeah. to some so they're just hanging there right they yeah. don't get like and, and not by the neck but you know yeah. from some place where they can't really do much like they're just right they're just incapacitated idly. Yeah, yeah, just saying there. And then uh, in, there is the scene when Selena Kyle finds out the cop uh, the, that is playing both sides there. And like she kicks him off. Batman's first yeah. instinct is to like help him and save him. Yeah, there. So it's just it's it's a I, I, I don't think inconsistent is the right word. Mm. I, I, I don't think that it, it, it is complex though where it, yeah. he is intentionally being brutal and stopping mm. people uh breaking noses and faces and, and mm-hmm. arms and legs and like he's 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 hurting these guys real bad yeah uh, and and you also wonder with thomas wayne being a doctor if bruce has some knowledge of what is fatal to somebody and what is just very painful right yeah um so, yeah, just an, an interesting depiction of mm-hmm. that. So, yeah, he he stops Selena Kyle from murdering uh, Falcone. Uh, and I, 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 I keep saying Falcone. That's how I've always said it in my head. Is that how they said it in the movie or was it just Falcone? I, f- I feel like in my history of being aware of Batman, I've heard both Falcone and Falcone. I forget how it's said in this movie. I've always said Falcone. So if you guys have been yelling at me or commenting after you heard me saying that, you know what? Oh, well. Um, Right. Is it at at or A.T.A.T. Walker? I don't know that one either. Um, So they arrest him. They bring him outside uh you know there's a, a bunch of cops outside waiting for him to happen uh and then bam he gets shot he gets shot he gets assassinated he, he gets sniped uh and mm-hmm. batman realizes that this is kind of the uh the culmination of one of riddler's mm. riddles of bringing the rat out into yeah. the light they're they're under a street light here right in yeah. front of of this building yeah uh, and he looks up and he sees the sniper and he's just like, that's him. That's the Riddler right, right. there. The, the Riddler's been living across the street from the Iceberg Lounge this whole time. That's how we got those photos from the beginning of the movie. Yeah, uh, which apparently, according to the new Rockstars breakdown, there's mm. a scene like when they first go to. Yeah, there, you can see him in the window taking pictures of that like just like god it was there the whole t- time that's that's yeah that's so cool um but yeah so they they go up there to 
find him. They don't capture him. He es- escapes, uh, but they they uncover uh, much of his plan uh, and 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 what he was trying to accomplish. Uh, but then eventually they find out that he escaped only to go to the cafe right across the street there. So he he knows yep. this is kind of the end of the line. My plan is set in motion. Now it's up to the Batman to do the rest here. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, they go to arrest the Riddler, which you guys have seen in the trailers uh, and stuff like that. And man, just the 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 scene when they have his face down on the counter and he's looking out the window and he sees Batman step up and just that that smile that Paul Giordano ha- has. Uh, just, I, I just God, he's creepy as hell. Um, what a performance. I loved being teased one, with how sure. long do I have to wait to get into this movie before I see Paul Dano's actual face? Right. Right. So what 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 did you think of Paul Dano's performance as as this as a a a, a whole? It sounds like you you liked it, but I I know we've I do. It's talked about his plan some, but not actually the character. It's very chilling like from the first trailers we got with if you are a criminal, do not lie. What is the price for your blind eye? Like there's so much going into how he reads the riddles. There's so there's such a a, a, fran- a manic fluctuation with it. It's so intense. It's so passionate. Yeah, and I really I really like the scene where Batman goes to visit him in jail and you realize that he has never he has respected Batman enough as somebody who needed to invent an alter ego much like he has needed to invent an alter ego that he has never Mm -hmm. put it together that Bruce Wayne is Batman he's never questioned who Batman is behind the mask he just sees it as oh another person who wants justice in Gotham just like me I don't, you know, I'm the Riddler. I don't care who I was before. I don't care who you were before. You're just the Batman. And I think we're friends. I think we're friends and we're we're, we're partners and we're going to do this together. Yeah, his, everything he does with his voice, really impressive. I I did like it a lot. It reminded me a lot of uh, the Iron Man 3 Mandarin. In a weird way, his the way he does his live streams, the way he says his riddles, it's very performative, right? He he he's an actor nah. on a stage on this screen that is being broadcast to millions. Um, but he 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 does this weird accent. He emphasizes certain words that at yeah. first might seem strange. But then if like it is one of those things of like. He's kind of speaking in a way that like a Southern Baptist like preacher might like the, the way mm. a preacher emphasizes certain things and does that like he, he very, very much has this message and stance of like, this is what I believe. There should not be this corruption. And what do you get when you lie yeah. and you do this? And he has yes. like, it's this, br- and he was, it's this br- yeah. bravado, right, that he has there. Um, have you seen I there will that. be blood i have not no he's in that and he does play a, a preacher you should watch there will be blood there is blood in heard it good things heard good things cool good stuff 
Um, Promises of Wanda Delivers contains blood and milkshake. Yeah. I, I'm, I am a little bit conflicted on the Riddler's performance, though. Mm-hmm. I, fe- I feel like at the end of the day, maybe he was a little more like conspiracy theory, like right wing conspiracy theorist than I was hoping for. Like, I don't mind a little bit of that sprinkled in, but I kind of wanted a little bit more of the like high functioning sociopath, uh, just like understandable. Yeah. Just like, yeah, like that, that is the Riddler that I know and love, right? Where he, he thinks he is the smartest guy in, in, in the, 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 in the room at all times. And he sees Batman as someone who can challenge that. And that's why he wants to, you know, do all these riddles and puzzles and this and that. Mm, and mm. this, like, I don't feel like he was truly like a, like a bro, like a, like a, a right wing. Like he, he wasn't that fully right. But like it just, uh, just a little bit more than I would have liked there if that uh-huh. makes sense. yeah i i don't think i'm wild about stories of if not necessarily cults but about like mob mentality when you learn that he is you know, we see him live streaming you know to, to taunt the to taunt the police to taunt gotham but then you also find these sort of private live streams he's been doing where like he has a following of people that right, he had yeah. even before he started doing all of this and he's been hatching plans with them and they're like I'll also get a cold weather combat mask. I'll also get a rifle. I'll also attack Gotham Square Garden. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that I like less <laughs> than other stuff about him. It, it, and it's it's not that I, I think that was a bad take or is a take mm, that mm. doesn't work. I think it works spectacularly. Mm. Um, it is effective. It, it, it it also does kind of hit close to home with the insurrection on J- J- mm. January 6th, all of that stuff, like like just the, the stuff that's been happening. It like it hits a little bit close to home in that. And while I think stories should cover that and depict scenes like that, right? And and they just, like not or not should should is not the the right word, but like. We, mm. we shouldn't necessarily shy away from stuff like that. Yeah, it it is it is just like I I felt they leaned uh, just it, in, instead of it being like like I, like I felt it was maybe more like fifty fifty uh mm. that where when we see him in the interrogation room there and he does start to g- get up and walk around and and be like no no like that is the more mm. like high functioning sociopath yeah. that has gotten caught that i liked um mm. but instead of it being i'm not sure what you felt like the ratio was but instead of like 50 50 maybe if it was more like 30 70 right just you know just mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. a hint of that stuff mixed in i think it would have hit with me better yeah and in this scene, this confrontation between the two of them, uh, we, we learned that is the reason why he was targeting Bruce Wayne is that, you know, the, the Wayne, Thomas and Martha, they, they came to his uh, the, the orphanage where, where he grew up and they promised that you know, Thomas Wayne is going to be elected mayor. He's going to 
improve this place. He's really going to renew the city. And then he dies and his renewal plan is used as something for all these criminals to hide behind. They've been Mm -hmm. doing all these dirty dealings under the name of Thomas's renewal. And oh, everybody cares so much about little Bruce Wayne who lost his parents, but nobody cared about all the orphans that already existed before Bruce Wayne lost his parents. Yeah. Which is an, an, an interesting, very understandable motivation for him to have. And he's like, well, Bruce Wayne, did you use all that money? He's rich. He'll be fine. Who cares? Which also makes you stop and think about how this is a, a less ostentatious Bruce Wayne than the other ones we have seen. Like, he really has no interaction with his, his wealth in any way. He doesn't have the sports car. He doesn't have the, the like, he puts on the suit for the funeral, but it's, it doesn't seem like it's like, yes, this is a custom tailored Hugo Boss suit. Yeah. He's really so detached from all of that. He exists, he exists just as Batman. He spends his money only on Batman things. He doesn't spend his money in Bruce Wayne things. I don't think exactly. they have a private jet yeah. or anything. Or if he's he does have the... it, he never uses it. He's like, his... I just need to ride my motorcycle around Gotham and patrol for crime. His Bruce Wayne is not the celebrity that we see no. in uh Batman. It's not, yeah. he's not the... Uh, the like wealthy socialite that we see. Um, yeah. God, what's his name from the the no. Nolan ones? Um, Christian Bale. Yeah, like he's not the like w- like businessman socialite thing that we say there, but he yeah. is just this. Yeah, not like, a playboy at all. He really is this like emo Kurt Cobain kind of figure. Um, who just like I like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he he is very, very different. He is a recluse, as we've mentioned, but he's also not. He is, like, very comfortable going out on the streets of Gotham, yeah. and that's where he feels like he fits in. But his yeah, hood Batman's his always on, out there. No one but can... But Bruce hold. Wayne is never out there. This well, is as he, far as anyone knows. The, well, sure, yeah, as far as they, they know, but like that, like that that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like his, his hood up, yeah. his hat on, they don't recognize him. He can just be a no, but he can experience the city. Um, mm. And yeah, it's 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 an interesting t- take, and I like it. Um, yeah, there's also no mention of like a a, a Wayne company. We did the the way there was with like the Christian Bale Batman movies, which are very I concerned with like Wayne Corporation. Uh, oh, there is briefly. I think uh, Alfred does say. I invited the accountants over for a breakfast meeting. And he's like, why? And he's like, because you won't leave the house. So I have to make them come here. Come here. Yeah. Wake up, eat a blueberry. Yeah, And it seems like this is a, a Wayne family and or company that is in not doing so well. The money is running tight because Bruce keeps paying for uh, squirrel suits and, and opt <laughs> and iris cams. Yeah. In, indeed um but yeah so i i think after all of that let's see where we we're right at the end here um yeah we're in close to this um uh this climax uh there's been the mayoral election happening we haven't mentioned mm-hmm. bella Rayall. she was running against the incumbent mayor who was murdered at the beginning of the movie uh did it is now election day she has won uh, and she's having this big celebration party. Like it was, it was going to be a 
regardless of whether I win or lose, come to Gotham Square Garden. Watch the results come in with me. We'll all be together. It'll be a community event. She ends up winning. It's going to be this big celebration. Yeah. Uh, While that is happening, uh, Batman ends up uncovering the Riddler's true end game here. Uh, there is a clue that he missed uh, the first t- t- yeah. time. He then goes back and uncovers this map of Gotham. There's these seven blinking lights where bombs oh. are gonna go off, uh, and that they're all along the like dams, the like water the containment seawall. wall things. Yeah, um, I I liked this a lot because there are there's all these stories about m- morally broken gotham the emotionally broken gotham and within the you know the moral corruption there are uh, the, uh there's like buildings that are decrepit or derelict or falling apart this is i think the first portrait of gotham that i have seen where no the literal foundations of the city are literally broken not mm-hmm. there's not just like a right, slum yeah. Like every the place where everybody lives, rich or poor, good or bad, everybody in Gotham, they are living in a city that is physically breaking down. There's this huge seawall that surrounds them. And uh, which is mentioned briefly earlier in the movie, I think in a a mayoral, uh, you know, campaigning speech, Bella Rael talks about strengthening the seawall, building it better, making sure it's not going to break. And this is Riddler's plan. He has become so disillusioned with any possibility of goodness for Gotham that even after he kills all these corrupt officials, brings all these secrets into the light, he sees that a a promising, very altruistic mayoral candidate has won. He's still convinced that's not enough. That's never going to be enough. This city is, is cursed. We all we need to kill everybody in it. We need to flood the entire city. There's no way out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's what I found interesting about all of this stuff here is, yeah, the 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 bombs do go off. Batman does not uh, stop it. Um, yeah, they don't catch it in time. You 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 do get a lot of scenes of Batman helping people out of the yes. rubble, getting them yes. to safety. There's the scene where he's in the water and he has to flare up and it's that like top uh, down thing. That scene was gorgeous. Yeah, um, beautiful all that stuff. But those scenes, especially once they get outside outside and it's like that next morning and the sun is rising, um, th- like it re- really reminded me of like the news footage and stuff we saw back in the day of Katrina, uh, of, mm-hmm. her- of Hurricane Katrina. And it's it's interesting that you say that Gotham is now a city whose foundations are literally broken, right? Whereas these Gulf cities and towns like that is part of the conversation there, too, that, hey, there are these natural disasters that happen there all the time. Like, why would you want to keep going back there? Why would you want to keep building there and having these same things happen over and over again? And that's the same conversation for Gotham of like, why would you Mm want to move to Gotham? gotham there's all this crime and criminality and just the 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 arkham asylum and then they they escape and then they go to jail Mm -hmm. and then they escape and then arkham asylum and it's just this cycle of the same things happening why would you want to keep building there it's an interesting Mm -hmm. conversation and it's an interesting 
parallel um that that is the yeah. like that is what it made me think of when i saw when i saw those uh those those things there mm-hmm. i i those flooding scenes are very effective those are because when you first see them you aren't sure is this what batman is projecting in his head like oh if i don't stop the riddler's bombs this will happen then you realize, no, this is literally happening in real time. Batman is too late. Like the city yep. is already flooding. They're, they're, I don't want to say graphic because I feel like the phrase graphic speaks to, to gore viscera or something, but they are brutal. This is very aggressive flooding. It is scary yeah. to watch. And I felt very grateful that there wasn't a natural disaster like that that has happened in the last two years that would make them say, this hits too close to home. Let's delay the film again. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I mean stuff like that does happen around the mm-hmm. world all the time, um, which sucks. But yeah, it, like it, it, it's just it's it's this it leaves this m- movie on a sense of new beginnings if that makes sense, mm-hmm. which is an interesting place to end a Batman movie. Um, yeah. But I, I think a fitting one, too, because, again, like we were discussing earlier today when we discussed Court of Owls, which will be out soon uh, on mm-hmm. the review show. Um, like Batman has this staunch belief in this city that it can be mm. better there's a better tomorrow yes. and i feel like that's the note that this movie a- ends up on where it's just like hey batman has is now no longer this complete mystery he still is right he's still a mystery he's still gonna drive fear into the criminals but he like he's also now established himself as someone who is wanting to help people, wanting to help the city um, and will lead them to safety and and stuff like that. And it's mm-hmm. as, as much it, ha- it has this like sun rising on a city like that, that kind of stuff. Batman in the daylight is always just ridiculous to see. Like it is, <laughs> it, it is the stupidest thing to see him like walking down the stairs of this stadium, just like, what is this guy doing here? He looks stupid. Yeah. So yeah. It during that fight, it it in the arena, he he does knock out a he's he's beating up a a a Riddler follower. Uh, and he's yeah and he's demanding like who he unmasks him like who are you and the guy mocks batman back and says i am vengeance you can almost th- th- that's one of the themes of this movie changed is his Bat- name to batman <laughs> right well it's batman realizing vengeance only gets you so far i want right. the city to know me as something beyond vengeance like this has worked for two years i've scared all these street thugs it's good but point. i i yeah. need I need to be, mean something else to the people of Gotham. Like, I, I need to adapt. And he does help get so many people. You know, first the mayor and then, and then the, the late former mayor, his, his wife and son, get, the, get everybody out of the rubble. He helps save, like, dozens of people. You know, partially just because he's a large, sturdy man who is strong and he can go in there and lift many people. Yeah. You know, his big, heavy boots don't weigh him down. Uh, and I liked getting to see that part of it also. The, the Batman's not just 
punch, kick, drive a Batmobile. He's like, I will lift people out of the rubble. I will do that all night as long as it takes. And I think the movie does end on a very hopeful note with what Batman says and what Bella Rayal says about rebuilding the city, you know, strengthening her resolve she had at the beginning of the movie. Uh, I, I look forward to seeing the future Batman stories. How is she doing yeah. as mayor next time we get back yeah. here? I, I really hope they do make a like a proper sequel movie to this. Yes. Because um, yes. I, I, I would like to see that next installment. But as we've mentioned, there are spinoffs coming mm-hmm. uh, down the road here. So that's that's exciting that we will get to see more of this. Uh, but yeah. I, so I, I mentioned my kind of gripe with the Riddler. I wanted to ask you, is there anything in this that didn't really click with you that much? Or you you maybe question their decision of why they did it this way? Um, there There is a big scene at the end of the movie we haven't discussed yet. Do you want to discuss okay. that? Sure. Where the, we see the Riddler in jail and sure. lamenting. I, I, I was, kind of going to get to that next of, of in, in okay in okay like what could be happening in a sequel here um, okay okay but, okay um is there anything that didn't really click with me ah oh, oh like i said i i don't i think personally i'm not just fond of stories of a of a mob mentality of somebody uh, inspiring other people to, to to do bad things to be a follower of of a poor ideal so I, I, but I don't think it was a bad choice for them to have all of these Riddler acolytes coming out of the woodwork at the end of the movie to storm Gotham Square Garden. But mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> so what I would what I would have done. I do like it in conjunction with the flood, though. I think this yeah that is a very visceral form of destruction that I feel like doesn't get used in narratives a lot. It would be more frequently perhaps a fire. Or some other form of destruction, you know, like we saw in the, bat, the beginning of Batman v Superman, where all those buildings are falling because of Superman and Zod fighting, or, mm, yeah. or some other form of destruction. I thought a flood was a good choice. Indeed, it's a plague on the city. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I. At the end of the day, I enjoyed this film a lot, and like I said, I do yeah. want to see a sequel. So mm. that leads us to this next scene. This yes. last scene uh, of the movie, we see Paul Giordano's Riddler uh, in jail, and there's a cellmate next to him. He just, you know, kind of chuckling, laughing, uh, then makes a reference to a clown. Uh, mm-hmm. That you know, one day you're up, and then the next day they see you as a clown, and then they have this well, like. Well, I'll tell you, there's worse laughter. things yeah. you can be than a clown. <laughs> well, maybe not in Gotham, um, <laughs> but yeah, it is. A, we, I mean, we 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 know it's the Joker, right? But mm. it, he, he yes. was unnamed in the film. Yes, um, the the actor that plays him. I don't remember the guy's name, but it's the it's guy. Barry Keoghan. Yeah. Yes. The actor that played Druig in Marvel's Eternals. Uh, we mm-hmm. knew that if you were paying attention to all the casting and stuff like that, that they were announcing online. Yes, he, you knew he was playing the Riddler in this movie. Apparently, there's well, a well, deleted scene. 
in in this where Batman speaks with him face to face, but didn't make it into the actual theatrical version. That's that's intriguing to me that they would have done that at this stage, because this seems like a perfect thing to use exactly the way they did use it in the final film, just as this uh, the briefly seen tease at the very end. Yeah. Um, to be honest, though, I thought this was a bit of a weird inclusion. This is also something mm. that I, I, I don't want to say I didn't like. I liked it, but I thought it was unnecessary, if that makes sense. Like, I, don't, mm. Mm. I also don't want another Joker story to be next. Like, I, mm. I don't, like, I don't, guys, there's, there's so many more villains in Gotham. There like, are. I'm glad they, re- they used the Redler in, in the, uh-huh. we got, got, got a good on screen riddler but uh, like i i want something else explore something else that we either haven't seen before or they haven't done a good version of yeah mm. like we've gotten some 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 good jokers um but we haven't gotten a good mr freeze sorry but not good <laughs> Um, which is yeah, you were you were the villain your movie needed you to be, Mister Freeze. But you're you're not right, going to yeah. fit anywhere else. You have, <laughs> we, we have not grown with you, Mister Freeze. Um, though the director Matt Matt Reeves has, b- besides the Court of Owls, has also said that he would be interested yeah. in exploring a Mister Freeze. Yeah. Uh, I would I would love to see sequel. that how a how a grounded Mr. Freeze would look in this world. I think that would be yeah. a wonderful choice. Especially, Especially since the uh, go ahead. I was gonna say, no, I, I I thought that was the same Schumacher movie. It's not, those were two separate ones. <laughs> this is the order say... of operations. We did a Riddler, and then, then there was a Mr. Freeze. Again, right. we will we right. shall repeat the pattern. <laughs> I was about to say especially with this one kind of ending in a flood if if they do the, like if they go with the theme of these like huh. natural does i mean i know mr freeze is maybe less natural but still right it's uh you now have water and you now have ice and then maybe a third film could be like firefly or or some villain like that right mm-hmm. like I, it, it'd be interesting to just see a theme of something like that um, yeah, I do like that. I will say, what? I I also don't feel like we need another Joker, but I do need a Barry Keoghan Joker. I I really liked his work in the in Eternals, and he's also in the Green Knight. He's got a one okay. great scene in the Green Knight. I know and he's in I Dunkirk, like we... and then I saw him in Chernobyl. Oh, uh, the HBO. Oh man, Harry's. Yeah. Um, Ooh, okay. I know you watched Chernobyl. How is it? Freaking Did you finish amazing. it? So good. Okay. Holy okay, moly, I've been thinking of pitching phenomenal. this on the review show. I didn't know you'd already watched it. I okay. will absolutely watch it <laughs> again. Absolutely. Okay. It is so good. Okay, well, that's good. That's good to know. I've been intrigued by it, but I've been worried, like, will that make me too sad? But then I hear more good things about it and actors it's I like are in it. Okay. Great <laughs> acting. It's phenomenal. It is dire, though. It is. Just, it it is, ooh, you will not leave that feeling happy, at all. But the f- the fact that you say you will watch it again makes me feel like it's this so is a good. worthwhile viewing experience. It's Jared Harris, okay. and it's a lot of him. I right? know, 
I know it's Jared Harris. That's almost all. Those are the three (laughs) words that somebody needs to say to me. The three words that every girl wants to hear. It's Jared Harris. (laughs) Jared Harris. (laughs) Thank you for coming to our pocket podcast about Chernobyl. But I like Perry Keown. Uh, I would love to see what he would do with this role. That alone excites me. I also like that when you see Joker briefly shadowy through these bars, he is weird looking. It's not just like that he's got crazy hair. But yeah, there's something up with his skin. This looks like a man who did fall into a vat of acid. I would like to see a Joker that looks different than we've ever seen a Joker. That looks way more damaged. Not clearly labeled damaged on his forehead, but he is damaged. You can tell (laughs) he didn't need to write that. (laughs) Right. Um, That excites me. I also like that the he he gives Riddler a riddle of his own, like uh, sure. what gains more worth the fewer of it you have. I forget exactly what it is, but the answer is a friend, a friend. And the Joker is a character who I've never seen have a friend. The Joker's two dynamics are Batman and Harley Quinn. I've never seen a Joker story and it may be out there. Like I said, I don't know that much about Batman. This may exist, and I just haven't encountered it. I've never sure. seen a story where the Joker has a platonic friend. And I, I, I'm intrigued by that possibility of what if the Joker did team up with another villain in the Batman universe? Not, and not strictly for the purpose of a team up, but for the purpose of there is some semblance of friendship there. You know, he is a, an a un- damaged there's an understanding ma- bet- bet- between yes. them. Yeah, yeah, I would like to see that. I would like to yeah. see the Joker have a friend. Though, to be honest, though, I don't feel I, I feel like it's a one way understanding. Right. When, he's, mm. when he says it's a friend, I think right. it, is, it is Riddler thinking, oh, I have someone who understands me. There is a connection there. We understand one another. But mm. Joker is like, oh, I can manipulate this guy. Like I, I, but I even if there's like, him. even if there's like ten percent some sincerity, that's enough for me. That would still be yeah. something different than what I have seen this character do before. Like I said, and maybe somebody out there can send me like, oh, you don't know? There's a famous story where Joker and Killer Moth to have a night on the town. <laughs> Just cutting a rug out on the out on the t- 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 town. It's great. Um, but yeah, like I, I, of course, I think would like to see a Court of Owls, uh, yeah, sequel somehow in this. I'd love to see Mr. Furries. I'd love to see Hush. Um, I, yeah, I just, I, I, I don't know where they're gonna go. I think they've planted Mm -hmm. enough Easter eggs. I think there is kind of foreshadowing that penguin would also step up and be but i know he's getting his own spirit 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 yeah. off so maybe it's foreshadowing that instead uh where the city is now flooded and the penguin can't fly but geez they can sure swim good right they can swim yeah swim well and he is that like with maroni gone with falcone gone mm-hmm. with joker and riddler in jail like Penguin's kind of the next in line here, 
and uh, in, in in terms of that stuff. So he he would be the next one to step up, um, in, in that regard. So there's just it, they're building a world, which I like. They're doing some world building and foreshadowing, and I like it. I like where this one left us. So bravo. Mm. To the Batman. I like Yeah, it. I, I had a it. I had a great time with this movie. Uh it was unpredictable. It is it excels at mood and atmosphere and the aesthetics. It's got such a clear Absolutely. vision that it it executes very well. Very well cast. I'm excited to see you know this Barry Keoghan performance. Who else is going to show up in another movie? Who would a Mr. Freeze be? think imagine yeah wow what's his name uh mads mads mickelson would make a good victor see see, what i've been thinking is it's got to be an actor who looks very good bald well true i guess i haven't seen him bald I, i i i'm sure he would do it Right. Yeah. Many, many actors would shave their head to put to play on Mr. Free. Oh, well. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm excited for anything they choose to do. There's so many ways that they could stretch out this world that we could see different aspects of it. There's things already in it that I'd like to spend more time with. I I, the one thing I was kind of disappointed in is that there was not a return check in with Alfred at the end of the movie. I hope yeah, for twice as much Alfred in the films to come. There you go. Double your Alfred, double your fun. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think that's about all I have to say on the Batman. Yeah. That about wraps us up. So we made it for about two hours, which means we are shorter Good. than the runtime of the actual movie. Uh, but we not are. by much. <laughs> so there you go. Good old long Lot to discuss. Here. We had to talk about Chernobyl there. In- Unexpected. Indeed. Chernobyl is very important, important, important. Jared Harris is very important. So (laughs) what if he's Mr. Freeze? (laughs) He could play anything. To be honest, I'd be okay with that. Name me a villain he couldn't be. He could be Poison Ivy if he wants. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, Melissa, where can the people find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, show where me and my brother Jams talk about weird old kids shows you feel like only you remember. You can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter, and you guys can stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do at The Whatnots at The Whatnots on Twitter. Uh, so go like, share, and subscribe Uh, We hope you guys help spread the word. That would help us out a ton, and we'd be super thankful. Uh, So, yeah, I I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Thank you for checking it out. Uh, And keep your eyes peeled uh, on the Reactor Core feed because uh, the end of this month is when Moon Knight starts coming out. Yes. Um, Yeah, you will be in the midst of a move, so I don't know if we'll be able to talk about Moon Knight as soon as it comes out. But well, we we will be on it Friday promptly, night, right? It's out. I thought it comes out on the thirtieth. It it comes out on, on the thirtieth. It's a okay, Wednesday then. show, right? 
I, I, do, I don't know. For some reason, I thought it was the 25th, which is a Friday. Um, so I, I don't remember off the top of my head. But we will figure it out. Keep your eyes yeah. peeled. I mm. would love to talk about that when we might just do an audio only podcast mm. on that. We'll see. Um, if not, we'll maybe break it up by like, hey, we did. Here's the, the first. Here's part one of our Moon Knight coverage. And it's the first. Mm half of that or something who knows uh but yeah Mm. your eyes peeled and with that we will see you all next time bye bye